0: Magowan, it appeared as though the young woman stepped from the very shadow of the thing, striking it with blinding speed and desperate strength. And now, with the vine thing dead and wriggling under Yora's axe, Magowan, it looks as though the shadows are trying to pull her back into safety and obscurity. They veil her like a robe of smoke. You cough. (coughs) (coughs) Najma, the figures you see before you swim and blur as the pain in your legs returns. You feel awful almost as badly as when you had the flu as a child while your family toured abed And here you will not find the cool hand on the forehead, nor the herbal bitterness of Aunt Ishtar's medicines, just the heat of the swamp and the awful metallic tang of that orange cloud of dust. Something in the dwarf's eyes reminds you of Kronos, your brother. Oh my God. Has it really only been a day? You Cough. <laughs> For a split second, Yura, you are back in the Slave Pits. You see it as a still image behind the world that you see now. A world of impressions and half-thoughts. A monster in the shape of a man is dead and no longer wriggling beneath your feet. The air is dank and rich with salt and muck gas. And before you for a second, Najma is another slave. Nearly naked, covered in mud and blood. Very badly injured. You three stare at each other.
1: Can I pass out onto Jonah?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> or
1: just toward his direction, and if he chooses to catch her, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Trust I know. Straight up like no, college. I was just imagining the fucking,
0: like, <laughs> anime or cartoon.
1: Ugh. And I just, like, <laughs> on the ground. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you stub your toe for two damage, and then you're unconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah Freefall, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> one point.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, graceful, graceful. Yeah. Uh, do you want to catch this? This shadowy. It, it is interesting, like trying to focus on her through the veil of shadows. Mm,
3: yeah. No, McGowan will absolutely. If if she passes out, he goes. Oh, oh, come on. Uh, he he goes to
4: catch her.
0: I think the first thing that happens is that veil of shadows drops yeah. as she loses consciousness, and you catch her.
4: Oh, you right. <coughs> Oh God suppose we should get her to the boat. She was fighting whatever this was. Looks like she needs help. (coughs) Are you alright? I don't know. Whatever this creature was, it (coughs) sprayed something on me. (coughs) Is it? like a dust if i pat it if i sort of like wipe
3: at it does it come off
0: yes now that the cloud that it belched at you has dispersed uh, there is only that momentary tickle in your throat of that cough and then the actual material on you is is pretty well dispersed it's almost indistinguishable from the the normal muck and and grime of adventuring (coughs) i i think
4: i might need to take a moment to Get whatever is left off of me. Uh, McGowan is is feeling rough. That one blow uh, really took a lot out
3: of him. I think that you know he was more prepared for a, a straight on fight with the thing, and mm-hmm. you know once the adrenaline was flowing more and uh, it was actually attacking him. You know he, he had his shield and his axe and everything, but that that first hit really caught him off guard uh, with that with that powder, and so he's j- he's kind of uh, a bit dazed.
4: I, I I just wasn't expecting that.
2: <clears throat> Perhaps I should carry the little one. Hey, hey! I'm just gonna hoist Najma up on my shoulder,
1: like. Did you just chuck me dead at King her? <laughs> I, you I, you I, went I, like this. but like you me. chucked me.
3: Don't worry, I'd catch you. <laughs> <laughs> McGowan throws her like a football.
1: <laughs>
2: Sorry. <laughs> I dive off the dock. Go <laughs> deep, stunning <laughs> catch. No, uh, God yeah, I you. think I think she just slings her over her shoulders, frankly, and starts moving towards the ship and is going to let McGowan do whatever McGowan needs to do.
3: I think he tries to dust himself off as much as he can, just get the remainder of it off of him. Takes you know his flask of water out and drinks some of that to try to help.
2: Absolutely,
0: um,
3: I do, he does not go for you know any of the water or anything in this vicinity. I don't think that he trusts it,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
3: especially at this juncture. Uh, so just whatever water he you know has on him that they've had stored on deck or what have you, you know he'll take some of that and try to clear up that coughing.
0: So you are heading back to the boat?
3: Yeah, after he takes a
0: second to do that, you know, regain his composure, uh, he'll head back, fucked up as he is. As you head back down this dock, stepping over the twisting, uh, no longer moving vines, the crew is in uproar. Voices dry with rage and fear. Several clamor towards the bow of the boat that the hold be opened, that stocks be divided out, that food be apportioned to every crewmen. Some demand the release of their crewmate, Ged, who almost inaudibly weakly pounds on the door from inside the hold, coughing. Some few, Halfdan and Hawa included, demand silence, standing beside the captain and Atu, trying to manage the many simultaneous conversations. The captain himself, you see Yora, stands over the body of the infected crewmate. You can't recall his name. Staring down into a face ruined with leaves and vines. Atu is as cool as a glacier, unworried by the violence building in the air. The only thing that gives him away is his posture, standing between the captain and the mutinous crowd, left hand carelessly resting on his scimitar. And as you approach, McGowan, seeing you, the voices reach a fever pitch. It isn't Sotero, who nevertheless sits up there with his foot on a bench, glaring out at you, but one of his four or five companions now behind him that begin to scream at you one of them actually bristling pulls a dagger out and nicks his bicep blood begins to superficially leak down that same warding gesture writ large and immediately the other four of that crew plus Sotero five do the same with thumbs or blades Sotero is leering at you behind the terrified angry faces of his crewmates
4: McGowan just
3: glares at them. He's not gonna start anything in this moment, uh, especially with Arn there trying to you know gain control of the situation this is this is so not the top of his priority list right now to start something with them.
0: anything Yura?
2: I think she's just getting this young girl on the boat, and, and I think' going to be leery of her is of of, of Nashma, yeah,
0: you're I, being very careful with her
2: careful, but I think she's gonna like sit her down someplace that's safe but also just like keep an eye on her i I think you because she doesn't know
0: her absolutely i think you walk her back place her down on a uh not too uncomfortable coil of rope of line and zakar and rn aaron are there uh, now staring at the crowd with those wide orphan eyes mcgowan do you get on the boat i do that is going to be an 18 versus your ac He uses shield, because fuck these people. (laughs) So, here's what happens. One of the crew members... Mm -hmm. uh, Let's describe him very quickly. I'll choose an adjective, you choose an adjective. Okay. Wiry. Tired. With an undercut.
3: What's up, powered by the apocalypse? Let's go! (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: Wiry tired uh, I think younger but still now with like these sort of wrinkles of, of fear and, mm. and, and a whole lot of other things mixing around with he
3: looks older time. than he actually is very much
0: so uh, he literally picks up a small crate and hurls it at you as you try to get onto the ship and again that shimmering shield of energy stops up Let's uh, knock it to the side and he scuttles backwards in fear as this light uh, blasts up in front of you. And Atu, voice like a knife, yells, silence! McGowan has not
3: said a word.
0: I did not peek.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
4: he just looks to Atu.
0: Atu scimitar out, sticking into the railing of the boat, looking directly at that crew. Zotero has yet to say anything. Silence! Orders, Captain. And Arn finally looks up from the fallen crew member. Search the village. Food. Water. Look for anything that isn't rotten. Nobody lets get out of the hold. Understood? Hey. The crew members finally pacified somewhat. Retreat. Satera will not take his eyes off of your face. Same. What's the plan?
4: Uh, McGowan goes over to Atu and says, uh, Hey, don't know if you saw, but, um, uh, Yora and I found a young lass over, uh, on the other side of the village. I don't know if you caught sight of what that creature was either since it was since there was plenty going on over here, but... I saw enough. Aye. Well, is she all right to rest here? She passed out?
0: I think he uh, is now back to that sort of glacial cool. His back has never left his captain. He has always placed his body in between Arn and whoever comes nearby. Mm. And I think he barely spares a glance to the girl. I don't think he can get much out of looking at her. Mm -hmm. She's muddy. She looks bad, Mm -hmm. but she doesn't look like the crewman who had the the vines and the leaves climbing out of his throat. Right. I think he barely spares a glance and says, keep her away from the other crowd. That's my advice. Hey, whatever
4: this was, was attacking her as well. So it seems as though for the time being, at least she's like us, not part of whatever's happening here.
0: I think Halfdan and Hawa are... Some, some of the few crew members that are not in this sort of mutinous rabble that have now been pacified. And as they very carefully make their way onto the docks, Sotero actually in the lead, poking their way down, Halfdan and Hawa are, are, are looking at you, perhaps not as friendly as they were before. Mm-hmm. Halfdan specifically has been welcoming of you as as a guest of the captain's but mm. he busies himself towards the bow cleaning up some of the the, the wreckage mm. yora are you doing anything in particular to care for this uh young woman potentially but first mm-hmm. um you said rn is near me yes the two boys are are cool. at your side i think zakar is is very much on his behavior since you have been including him Train the children. Nice. <laughs> Your Padawans. <laughs> <laughs> My Padawans of bloodlust. Um
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna grab RN's arm, the one that's been hurt, and yeah. look at it. Like I think it's just a very unceremonious like grab and turn towards me to like look at it. Medicine check.
0: Yeah. Let's see how this goes. Good. Well, that's a ten. It's been cleaned. Okay. Wrapped lightly. It just looks like a, a small puncture wound.
2: By Aaron. Then I think she's just going to let go of it. I think it's a wordless thing, and then I'm just going to, I guess, try and inspect this girl.
0: Uh, medicine check.
1: Don't kill me while you're trying to inspect me. Natural 20. <gasps>
2: oh. She is
1: really, it's not going to do anything,
0: <laughs> but okay. She is. I had gotten that on Aaron. She is very injured. She appears to have intense bruisings and possibly even sprains among her feet and lower uh, extremities some sort of impact or or bludgeoning perhaps as for this fight you can tell she was in no way hit by the claws or, mm. or punctured or pierced in any sort of way her skin is mostly unbroken mm. uh, and she also appears to have passed out from an equal part of exhaustion and uh, pain
2: uh, i think then i'm just gonna like try and set some of her like
0: legs back Aaron and Zakar rush off to a little pack that is off in the side in the bilge and try to assist you with whatever they can find, whatever <laughs> ibuprofen, herbs, and stuff that they can <laughs> yeah. find. So uh, go glaze. ahead, and give Shrabu. me an assisted medicine roll. Natural twenty again.
2: That's oh a my! Four and a twenty. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. Let's
0: let's continue with our characterization. Um, Aaron and Zakar hold her arms while you put a joint back into place. Yes.
1: Oh, snapping fudge. like Lara, <laughs> Lara Croft.
0: You may wake up if you I was going like... to say,
1: when I wake up, I feel like she might. It, it yeah. hurts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know
0: I... how you react to the pain like that, but I think if her eyes come
2: open, uh, if like, if, is it like snapping awake yeah, sort of thing? Yeah, I would think so. I think Yora's hand, like bare paw, immediately comes onto your face, like over your mouth, just to be like quiet. Oh, okay. But you react out of, to that how you want, but that's what Yora would do. Not a, like not enough that you can't breathe, misread it however you want. But like, I'm, just, I'm just telling you, okay. I, like, keep going, she's good. If you calm down from snapping awake, then she'll take the hand off.
1: Yeah, I think she just lets yeah. you, like, she knows you're trying to help. I think,
0: I think there's also an instant relief yeah. as your joint is, is roughly but very expertly. I, I think it's almost like pit, uh, that, medicine. yeah, that's what I assume too, yeah. It's like the Far Cry Five where you're like digging a bullet at yourself, and you're like wrapping. <laughs> Just a up stick and you're like, yeah, there's a bullet. "Oh, there's a stick sticking out of my literal guts." Uh-oh. You get shot in the head and you Just like, like <laughs> relocate your finger, exactly. and you're like, "I healed." <laughs> yeah, this will count as like a short rest if you like. Please roll them hit dice. Unless
1: like. oh, And yeah. anybody
0: else who would like to, unless you're going to uh, join the searching of this small
1: town. I'm gonna use them all.
2: I'm gonna take you up on that offer. Let's see here. I'm probably gonna go search the town. I think once I know that she's up and seems to be less of a... yeah, The fact that she didn't, like, punch me seven times in the neck, you know what I mean, or try and stab me, Mm -hmm. I think it's, like, okay. And if I see McGowan's going to be staying here and Arn and Atu, then I feel safe enough to not let the other chunk of the crew go die in this town, I think is her assumption.
0: You're confident in the boat itself being now safe. Safe, Yora, uh, having finished your ministrations and Najma is now breathing peacefully and, and awake, Sakar, takes out a little water flask and offers it to Najma.
1: Oh yeah, she'll take it. Uh, <laughs> poison! Sorry, I was like, wait. You're dead!
0: McGowan, what does it look like when you are uh, resting on the boat? I think that his resting
3: is just continuing to like drink water and self-evaluation type stuff as Najma wakes up would like to like talk with her and kind of give her the lay of the land a little bit with what's sure. going on here
0: we'll say that you're doing this as Yora walks out onto the dock you know that Sotero and two others led a delegation straight up the center of these the sort of dock uh, hamlet and have lost sight of them You can see two of the crew very gingerly pushing open a door of this stilt hut right here and looking inside.
2: I know for her, one of the things she wants to keep an eye on is Sotero's group. Um, Is the person that threw the barrel at McGowan in either of these groups?
0: Actually, this one, yes. He didn't go with Sotero. Let's name him. hmm. Elliot. Barrel tosser. (laughs) I know. I was like, what's up the Barrely?
3: Not nah, like a like a shitty a shitty young person name.
0: Stewart. Sorry, Stu. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, what's well, he say? Elliot? That's a that sounds pretty good.
0: Elliot. He's had a he's had a hard life. He's had a hard life, and it's gotten a lot harder in the last like six hours specifically. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot and another crew member are looking in this uh, stilt hut. So you are patching yourself up. Self care. Yeah. Self care is so important, it's, guys. It's, with uh re,
4: right, he's gonna do some deep breathing exercises, <laughs> gonna meditate <laughs> for a minute
0: air. You pull out a pack of boots. A
4: Yeah, I once knew a bard named Deepak. Are the boys still here? Did they go with Yora?
0: The boys are definitely still on the Uh, boat.
4: Yeah, I don't think she would
2: have let them come with her.
3: (laughs) Are they right with us, though, or are they doing other business at this point, then?
0: You can send them off. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll
3: send them off, just because I want to, yeah. But send the
4: boys off to do other boat business and say, Hey, what's your name? Najma. Like, McGowan. Uh, You
1: have very, very, very kind eye. And I just want to touch his little face.
4: It is very weathered.
1: You are very, very, very old. And I take it off.
4: Hey. I'm over 300.
1: I'm 16.
4: I'm 316, actually, so... I'm
1: fine, <laughs> didn't know you played it that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, he literally, It's literally on his oh, character okay, sheet that he's 316,
3: though. Oh, no, I love that. Um,
4: I, I saw when you were fighting that plant creature, you are uh, gifted. Yes. I would be careful showing your gifts with these people.
1: You two do not like to punch, No.
4: Oh, no, the punching's fine. It's more of the, the leaping in and out of shadows that I was referring to. Oh. hey, What do
0: you call that art, Najma? Is it something that I many people again? can do, or no. is it specifically something Najma's developed?
1: It's just for Najma, but she calls it shadow's breath.
0: Yeah.
4: The, the leaping in and out of the shadows, I, I, I saw you you know, jumped from place to place.
1: Do you like to do magic, too? Shh. Uh, do you like to do magic too?
4: It is not that I uh, like to, but I can. It is uh, something I am still trying to understand. These people, they are wary. They are frightened. People who can do things as we do.
1: Okay, I do not do. But I do one thing for you. Hand, and I take his hand. I'm going to try to read his palm.
0: Absolutely. Okay, great. What is this? Is this a wisdom or I think insight, I would think.
1: I would think insight as well. Nice. It's a ten.
0: Yeah, what do what do you what do you see? What is your normal uh
1: I take it and I'm gonna wrap my little scarf around it that has the constellations and I'm gonna blow on it, and they light up. Mm. I tell you now, I am not like mama, so it will not be very good.
4: That's all right.
1: Okay. And then they light up. And I think it's going to land on the Leo constellation. Mm. Oh, you like to fight, yes. Aye. You are very, very, very brave. But you are very, very ignorant. We will learn. And I take it away.
4: Well, thank you.
0: The Gowan can't catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> between, between Najma and Maat. You're...
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Did it say anything about being a bastard in there?
1: <laughs> I can look for you. <laughs>
4: That's all right. That's all right.
1: Oh, I have a question for you. Please? Do you know Piero? Piero! Love <laughs> you for that one. <laughs> Every time. Every time we mention
2: Piero, Andrew will be here with that. Um, Buckle up, listeners. Would he? No.
4: By any chance? Okay. Right. Who is Piero?
1: He is my friend's friend, and he is here, and I need to go find him, so I leave the boat. Well, but I'll come back.
4: Well, I, you, you might want to stay for a little bit. You were very injured.
1: Oh, no, big lady, help me.
4: Oh, well, well, good, but uh, all the same, I don't know what we are going to be doing uh, as we leave this place, but it, it's dangerous to go alone. Take
0: this. Take this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this. Uh,
4: I have spoken with the, the first mate. You're, you're fine to be here you know, Go with us for, for a bit. I, I don't know if we're going your way, but if there's more like this out there, there's strength in numbers.
1: Big Lady is out there, yes?
4: Well, she's close by.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll find her.
0: I have to go. I have to go.
1: <laughs> no, oh God.
0: Please, please, I have to go. <sighs> Ged in the hold through uh, the door.
3: Did I see Ged as uh, everything was as everything was popping
4: off?
0: Uh, actually, yes. I think you and Yora were right here as a Ged came out wrestling with his infected crew member.
4: Mm. Hey, he's very sick.
1: Plant sick.
4: Hey, I, well, I, I fear that unless something's done he could end up like uh, a friend over at the uh, shop.
1: You can't just kill him?
4: That's not what we've been told to do. And Mm. I'm on thin ice as it is.
1: Oh, you are bad men? Or they are bad men?
4: I don't believe that they're bad. They just do not like my gifts. Mm. They're scared of me. I've tried to help them with my gifts, but they know little. Mm.
0: Yora, where are you exploring?
2: You said that Barrel Boy made a beeline, or not a beeline, but they are exploring this house. Yes, Elliot. Did I hear anything of them? I would assume if they encountered issue, yeah, I would be able to hear it at this distance. Maybe
0: after they push open the door, you can see that Elliot himself has gone inside, while the other crew member is outside, and you can hear uh, rummaging, uh, boxes being opened, things being pushed onto the floor, a chair being scoot scoot against the ground. <laughs>
2: Joe, it's so tantalizing what you have just done. And you don't even know it. <laughs> mm. It's so tantalizing. I think she's gonna just gonna keep moving in. Yeah. Ideally, if I can make a perception check somewhere and start trying to locate wherever Sotero's group is.
0: As you step over the body of this thing, which you have just turned into plant mush, it's not even you can't even call it a body anymore. The only thing left is the head. Uh, which is on its own. It's completely the human separate. human head? Yes, the human okay. head. Yes. Unmoving. There is a single orange blossom in its mouth. As you walk through, uh, give me an investigation check. Question. Mm-hmm. Orange blossom? Like, like like an actual orange
2: blossom or like the the blossom is orange? You could roll a nature check to see. I'm going to make a nature check real fast.
0: Yes. yes. Oh, that danced on it all so many things. Yeah, it's a seven. It's an orange it's flower. A, it's a plant. <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's whitish with tinges of orange in it.
2: And then you said an investigation check to try and find Sotero yes. or uh, 12.
0: Uh, the first thing you notice is that they have been in this. In the shop. In this shop. Uh, I think they beelined in on something that might include goods. And while uh, there are a couple empty drawers now on the floor, now that you saw the before, I think you also see a sack of grain that has had a knife put through it, and it is completely rotten and wriggling. With worms. And as you uh, round the corner to continue your search, you can see the group of them standing at the end. I know it's like two werewolves and like a guy, but I love it. Yeah, over there. They are standing at the end and staring at, rather, Sotero is staring at a piece of paper nailed up against a post. Yeah, precisely there, while the two are checking those two houses right there. You're going to walk on over there? mm mm-hmm. uh, To update the situation on the boat, Atu and the captain Hawa and Hafdan are in uh, a conversation. And uh, you realize, McGowan, that these are the only officers left on the ship, having lost, again, their surgeon and their cook, just these four maintaining control of the dwindling crew. Uh, Zakar runs up, and Atu briefly tussles his hair yeah. and sends him off. I think that if the officers are speaking, I'd like to go talk with them. Najma is there anything you would like to do:
1: I think she's going getting off the boat to go try to find Piero before I go. I'm going to leave the ship now, but don't worry.
4: but where are you going?
1: Oh, to find Piero
4: if If you would like help to find Piero, I, are they supposed to be here? In this village? Are you just looking in this village where we are now, or are you going yes,
1: away? Yes, they had note in the Swamp Grossland that said they were here.
0: I think you actually have the note. Oh,
1: the I have the note. One second. I pull it out. See? They are here.
0: Okay.
3: And looking at it, does it seem like it says this Piero person is supposed to be here where
0: we are now? Uh, could you read it to me, Brooke? Did you write it yes. down? Yes.
1: Labor needed at Moinho, right, Phantasma, for tools, food, silver... See Kaya Scipio?
0: Uh, report to Kaya Scipio. Report to Kaya mm-hmm. That place that
3: she mentioned is Pittsburgh? You don't know. Okay.
2: Pittsburgh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pee-pee Do you want me to wait for you?
4: Uh, please, if you don't mind. We can find out if this is the place that you're looking for, or if it's somewhere nearby. Navigators, the officers of the ship might know.
1: They are those two men?
4: Uh, over there, yes.
1: I look over and I say, hello, and I walk over there with him.
0: Uh, And I think (laughs) instantly everybody silences with Atu, who is this very handsome, turbaned man with uh, a scimitar, and Arn, who is essentially Arnold Schwarzenegger, (laughs) uh, (laughs) the captain. They quiet, and uh, Halfdan and Hawa will not make eye contact. Atu and the captain look at you expectantly.
4: Our uh, our new friend here uh, was lost in the swamp. She's trying to find her way. Are we anywhere close to, uh... uh what, what was it? And uh, he, like, just gestures to Najma with her
0: note.
1: Oh, Mainho Phantasma.
0: Moinho Yes, I think... And then uh, Arn says, nearby. This is Pissmeyer, An apt name.
4: <laughs> Aye. Would we happen to be going that way as we continue?
0: Arn just sort of looks at you, and Atu says, uh... Father, may I speak to you? Aye.
1: Okay, I come with you. And can I mind-link to McGowan? Absolutely. I'm going to speak in your brain now.
0: Oi! As soon as you leave, Arn, Hafdan, and Hawa begin to speak again. And Atu says, You must excuse the treatment, father. Tensions are high. For reasons that I have just disclosed to the fellow officers that you know. Are you from here? No. What is your name? Najma. I am Atu. I am this vessel's first. We need food. Aye. We need water. Aye. Even if there was anything in the hold, the captain and I do not feel comfortable going in and interacting with Ged to get it.
4: Understandable.
0: If the search parties find nothing in Pissmire, we will be forced to forage. Perhaps even towards Moenho Fantasma. May I see that?
1: Okay. And I hand it to him.
0: Food, tools, and silver.
4: Aye. Doesn't sound too bad.
0: It may be necessary. I would stay... On the officer's good side, father. I... I do not mean to worry you, but caution is advisable.
4: I... I understand. The crew is afraid. Very. People who are afraid look to blame things on those who may not be responsible for their fears, yet here we are.
0: Atu says nothing.
1: Through my link, can I ask you, does he not like magic too?
4: He seems better than the others. Okay. I do not mean... To offend or frighten. Father, I know. Hey, I will try to be a little more, uh, subtle as we move forward. I don't want to cause trouble. I'm just trying to do my job.
0: As am I, Father. Subtle is good. Food would be better.
4: Indeed. We will look. If you saw what happened over on the, uh, pier, I fear forget.
0: I fear forget as well. Perhaps this Scipio or this Piero can shed light. I hope so. I will confer with the captain. Soon we will reach
4: a plan. And, uh, Atu, I know that I'm not on the other officer's good side, but I realize we are shorthanded, and I realize that some essential jobs are now not being done. I am not particularly skilled in those areas, but I've adventured for many years before I settled down with my smithy. I know how to pull my weight. If things need to be done, I'll do what I can.
0: I think he nods solemnly and claps you on the shoulder. Nods to you and walks back to the officer's discussion.
1: Do you want me to go to cargo hold?
4: I would rather you didn't.
1: Because of the flower man?
4: Hey,
0: I have to go. Please let me go. I can't be here.
4: Perhaps we should find Yora.
1: Is that the big lady?
4: Hey, the big lady. But now you have a ride.
1: Yes, thank you. I am very, very small, but I am very, very strong. I can do things too. I've seen. Yes. I won't punch you because it will hurt. And I go to walk off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yora, as you approach Sotero, he continues to look at this piece of paper, rolls it up into a tube, and sticks it in his his very gross, very oily pants. Over here is uh, boats? It, it is a small them? floating dock at the- uh, on um, to my right? Yes. There's a little uh, ladder down onto okay. the- uh, A small floating dock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And there, are they in either of these houses yet? Yes, I think they're in there and like overturning furniture, wringing out drawers, smashing pots, looking for anything.
3: Looking for rupees? Looking for rupees? Smashing those pots?
0: Must be. (laughs) They are inside?
2: Yes. Then I would like to go up to Sotero. What did you find? A small piece of
0: paper. Uh, Persuasion. 15. Ooh. I know. Hmm. It's it's nice right in the middle. Okay. You know this is really when the GM should like pick a DC before. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Never only certain things. Let's make this complicated. I think he offers you a smile and holds it out. He doesn't give it to you, but you can see now. Do you can you read? Ah uh, yeah. Food as long as tools, it's basic common. Yeah. Yeah. Tools, food and silver. The script is strange and the dialect is a little warped, but it is labor needed at Moinho Fantasma. Same thing. Mm. She probably doesn't get all that, but that's. Just Maybe there will be something not rotten, huh? We can hope. Make the captain happy, I'm sure. It would make us all happy, would it not? And he rolls it back up, sticks it in his oily pants.
1: Ew. Mmm.
0: I think he's really regarding you.
2: <laughs> was anything found in this shop, or have you found anything here?
0: I think he carelessly uh, throws his hands up in the air.
2: I had figured. Whatever was here, I think, has robbed this place of any form of. Nourishment. Uh, You saw the beasts on their boat, yes. I did. Yes, there was another here. Much, much larger than them.
0: The shreds. I'm sorry, what? The shreds. Ah, yes. Your handiwork?
2: Yes. I think she's just going to stay silent in that, like, awkward Conan silence.
0: Very much, (laughs) right? (laughs) I think.
2: And just make sure that they're not, like, pilfering and hiding things yeah, yeah
0: yeah. there is almost like desperate if sotero out here is like collected inside there is like just the anything rummaging anything yeah. anything anything and even like panting as people are maybe even lever up a floorboard to see if there's something hidden inside and nothing cool. uh, i i would say the vibe is cursed <laughs>
2: the vibe is not happy vibe check can I down the docks, like, looking this way? Can I see if Elliot and other sailor are still in that house? or? Uh, I definitely think on. they've
0: left the house. And there are probably some crates and similar here where they are sort of pouring out what looks like piles of fish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make my way back around towards them. Because at the end of the day, if they find something... They're going to eat it anyway, or I'm going to have to kill them all. So, like. Right. And I think she knows that, so there's no point in yeah. policing.
0: It's that kind of, like, stalemate of, I like, know They'll it's... either
2: find yeah. a crate that they'll have to carry, or, or they'll find a single, like, apple, and, and they'll eat it. Start So it doesn't matter. Yeah. It. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, how long has it been since you guys had a good meal? Oof. Since we got here in the swamp. So the swamp has been the past couple of days, mm. but definitely I think you guys had a meal last night. You are definitely now beginning to feel the day without food. Yeah. Hey, hey. And uh, I have a lot of muscle mass. So. My old right. bones. You're caloric. I need, I need some calories. Yeah, you need some muscle milk. Uh, I think you meet on the dock. Yeah. Uh,
3: if we're meeting on the dock, uh, I think that especially after the conversation of of going to uh, this other location, and maybe there's somebody who knows what to do with Ged. I think that mcgowan does uh, as we like meet up in this dock area want to take a second and look at the remains of dude Mm -hmm. to see if there's anything specific that might be of use to take to Mm -hmm. some sort of you know medicine person healer or whatever to be like you know this is what we were dealing with do you have any sort of antidote or anything to
2: help side note if there's not like a conversation happening which i don't know that Yor cares about Mm -hmm. i'm gonna turn Left and go towards that group. Mm-hmm. You guys can go wherever you like, but that's where she's going. Mm-hmm. I think there's a nod of like For
3: acknowledgement, sure. but other than that, at this point, McGowan is aware of the fact that yours not a talker. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you go with McGowan to examine the remains? Yeah. Give me a nature check. Uh, Is there anything you would like to accomplish? Because I think as you arrive on this dock, almost hemming them in, Elliot turns around and there's just an animal fear in his eyes, just a hunger. Just not even like I'm starving to death, but like this is bad. If if we don't have what we need uh, and we're not finding it here, oh God. And I think he turns around half in expectation and half in fear that you found something, but sees you there only with your weapons. Do I know the other guard's
2: name? What's his name? I, I, the I, other uh, crewman. Let's come up with it together. Cause um. they're like. I want
0: to stay in your flavor. Sure. Uh, well, the thing is, wh- I think specifically what's great about Arn's crew is that they could be is from, from anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. They mm. could be Zirin. They could be even from, you know, Osco as Haftan and Arn are. Uh, I don't know where Atu's from. Uh, I like him a lot, but I don't know where he's I from. I love it. I, yeah, know, I dig
3: Atu a lot. Maybe his name's like Tiern or something. Tiern? Tiern? Sure. I love that.
2: I love it.
0: Um, I guess we just uh, Give me uh, an adjective <laughs> and I'll give you an adjective.
2: <laughs> um, large. Large and funny. <laughs> there we go. <laughs>
3: I'm so glad that you said large and funny because the first name that came to my head was Tierno, like the companion from X and Y. Tierno.
0: Tierno nudges Elliot, who almost like flinches at the touch and says, Don't let her eat me. (laughs) (laughs) I love him. I think yours is going to like cock a head.
2: (laughs) Just be like, don't do it. Tierno, may I borrow Elliot for a second? Sure. The captain wants us to inspect this house a second time.
0: Uh, and I think Elliot. Uh, and I'm just
2: gonna head in the house.
0: Twitching as Tiernan waits outside, not watching but watching. Cool, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. Uh. If he's within five feet, I think
2: she's gonna grab him by the throat and push him up against the wall. Oh. Woo! Athletics check. Baby. Cool beans.
0: Twenty-four. That is a hot nine. (laughs) Cool beans. His arms go up in like the, what is it, the plank response? (laughs) Just like the push away. The push away. And her arm is,
2: it's just outreach at that point. (laughs) I think she's
0: like one arm holding him against the wall right now. And I think Tyrion is now in the, the doorway just not doing anything, but like watching, 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 watching.
2: Do not harm the dwarf ever again. He is under my protection. And if you bother him one more time, I will eat you. And I let go and leave the room.
4: Ooh!
3: Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to this episode of Bound. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our incredible partner Dice Envy. They've got a new set called Liches Get Riches. And again, I'm just going to read their description because it's so good. If I didn't, it'd just be a waste. So, you've decided to shed this fragile, mortal coil in pursuit of an eternity of knowledge and power. Congratulations. We know you'll make a great lich. Terrible, yes, but great. These copper metal dice inlaid with glittering blue enamel are your phylactery, so remember to keep them safe from bumbling adventurers. Good luck. If you're looking to add to your dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com QuestCo or by using the promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of the Quest Company, please do us a favor and go over to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us, and we read every review that comes in, and getting more of those is a big boost to our visibility, and we super-duper appreciate it. And if you really love what we do here at the Quest Company and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanypodcast.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at The Quest Company. You can also come hang out with us in our Discord. If you need links to any of those things, go check out our website. It's all there. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is even more true for shows like ours. We don't do paid ads anywhere, and yelling, Hey, look at me, look at me, on the internet is not the most effective marketing strategy. But if you tell your friends about us, they trust you and your good taste. You've never led them astray. So please, if you enjoy the show, let other people know. We would love to see you posting about the podcast with hashtag the quest company. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Tagging us is the best way to make sure that we see the stuff you post and to guide other folks directly to us. Also, speaking of word of mouth, we would love to hear the words from your mouth. The words that form sentences that are questions. Yes, that is right. We want to do a Q&A episode. So if you have questions about Bound or Kanoko Origins or Villagers, since it's coming back soon, or other general quest company stuff, we would love for you to submit those. You can hit us up on social media or on Discord. We will put together a specific uh, channel in our Quest Code Discord just for Q&A stuff. So keep an eye out for more details with that. And we look forward to answering your questions and just chatting about the show. I'd like to thank Joe Lytus for running the game and editing this episode along with the artist whose music is featured in it thank you to Akash Gandhi for the song Eyes of Glory thanks to Blue Dot Sessions for the song McCarthy thank you to Danielle Piscini and Rafael Pena for the song A Foggy Path thank you to Danbo Dan Bodan for the song Gaia in Fog thanks to David Birch for the song Trees in the Wind thanks to Emmett Fenn for the song Creep thanks to Kai Engel for Highway to the Stars and Contention thank you to Masato A. Ab- for the song Fog in a Dawn and Viseria for the song Seething Ambient Sound by TabletopAudio.com and Horseyface. Additional Sound Design by Slappy That's all for me so let's get back to the action Thank you for joining us here at the Quest Company
2: intimidation check i don't think you need to okay can i do it please with strength yeah with With strength strength. yes bless it Um, i think that's what that athletics check was honestly oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) and that's like a 20 (laughs) makes me happy
0: uh, I think the effect of that, as Elliot is 100%, like, just on his knees, like, massaging his throat and, like, just staring into space. Uh, Tiaran helps him up as you leave and thinks about saying something funny and doesn't. <laughs> cool beans. It's nothing I'm like, make fair my enough. Way out. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't me. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, like, won't find much on your bones. Like, none of that. Okay a real a, cut up. I'm, I'm much love fatter. <laughs> uh, cool.
2: Yeah. And then she's. She, oh, what was that nature check?
0: Oh, it was like a nine. It has just been ripped to rags and mm-hmm. ribbons, and I Sorry. think, honestly, no, good. <laughs> yeah. Because you saw whenever Yora attacked with that great axe that you made, mm-hmm. it was not slowing it. Mm-hmm. It had to be physically disassembled. Mm-hmm. To get it to stop moving, so you said the
3: axe wasn't doing as much as like it was when my like flaming axe was, yeah, yes. the guy makes a or note of this, mm-hmm.
0: the fists and feet of Najma
3: is that one uh, like orangey flower still there,
0: yes, in the mouth of the man, the the head that has been separated,
3: yeah, I think he will seeing that the rest is just ribbons, like take the flower. Put it in a, a small sealed container.
0: Absolutely. You're a craftsman. Yeah. Yeah. You get your Ziploc baggie out. And
1: you collect those Your samples. hot dime bag
0: out. Here on the boat, Atu steps up and says, Men, ladies, after like a thought. People, <laughs> I'm the only one, right? <laughs> well, no. not, not Najma.
3: Whoa. Guys, before Najma. <laughs> Gals,
0: <laughs> dudes, non binary pals. F O L X. And as the crew reassembles, Atu lays out the plan. The captain will lead a delegation inland. A delegation will remain here, guarding Ged and the Helheim. Volunteers for the job of staying in. And Sotero immediately raises his hand, as do his two flanked companions. I'll stay. And Atu looks at the captain, who nods. And Atu confirms. And I will with you. Inland? McGowan raises a hand. Seeing that, Yorl raise a hand.
1: Najma's hand is raised,
0: and Arn says, "We go," and with nothing more, steps onto the docks and begins to walk. Just look at Yora and Najma, and follow Arn. On my way off the ship, where with, would you like the boys?
2: I assume they're going to stay on the ship. They're going to stay on the ship, great. i so like, I assume, frankly, it's safer here for the boys that's, to stay. That's yours assumption. Yeah. Andrew's assumption is completely different. <laughs> right. yeah. Can I just like lean in and whisper something to Atu as she's like passing him? Just be like, know that you can count on the boy. Have him run jobs for you. And then I will walk past him and go to Arin. sleight of handedly, hopefully, give him a dagger. I'm fine if Atu sees it, because right. I was just like, I wanted to make a point of being like, you can trust the boy and then go to the boy. Yeah, roll but a sleight of hand. It's a 13.
0: 13's not bad. Not only do you hand it off in a very casual way, Arin cottons quickly and accepts it and slips it in his boot
2: cool I, th- I think i think she like it's not like a like a handoff i think she kneels down and like hands it to him probably covers most of it with her just the size of her body love it and maybe it looks like she's just talking to him but she's gonna uh say to him um listen to Atu, do what he says follow his orders and keep your eyes open at all times
0: Aaron looks over your shoulder at Atu, which is no mean feat you gotta look a lot over a lot of shoulder and Atu nods with a very small p- in his throat.
2: As she's standing up, she'll say, But remember, do not give full trust to anyone. And she'll walk away. Uh, I've armed a child. You've armed a child. <laughs>
4: uh.
0: It is around 9 p.m. Time is meaningless in this dark in the swamp. Time is meaningless as Arn... Picks through the path, uh, armed with yet another one of these scrolls looking for labor towards Moinho Phantasma, every once in a while consulting a scrap of paper doodled out by Atu and Hawa, Hawa choosing lefts, rights, moving through the swamp. And eventually, the swamp itself begins to recede. These crazed jungled vines, glowing fireflies, ribbits and dark eyes in the water that slip under the water as you walk by. They begin to recede and you are walking on grass. As the moon rises high, now no longer a full moon as it was in Buran Uwe, now waning, you see in the light as the trees begin to clear, a structure, something rising out of a hill ahead, and the sound of water. By the brook in the outskirts of the woods, your camp. The temple, or whatever it is, you can see it, just the top of it, just over the ridge. It is lit by the first rays of the sun, white marble unstained and your camp the camp that you set up late at night is washed in birdsong washed in the waking trills of bugs and frogs and ruffled by a salt wind from the sea Najma and McGowan make a constitution saving throw there
1: mm-hmm.
3: it is mm-hmm. there it is <laughs> there's what we were waiting for
1: fifteen
3: I've got that old man 12.
2: Oh, oh. Piero <laughs> go up one more Piero! <laughs> Did no, I get there? I,
1: no, but it's, no, okay. it's fine. Um. <laughs> Jaws, <laughs> that's about.
0: There is a warmth, and there is a light. There is no discomfort in your chest, either of you. There is a, almost like a, a bloom of life, a bloom of, of happiness. And Najma, you stomach down a feeling of revulsion for a second and that light is gone. McGowan, Mm. there is a hum from you. You catch yourself humming and over the inner part of this clearing, this camp, Arn, stock still, concentrating, looking down, is humming too, is catching himself humming, is placing a large hand on his chest. It's like a song, like a note, yearning to be sung to the morning sun and over the hill by the white ruins sitting proudly from a hundred mouths the dawn chorus sings as well Like, I was like, yeah, you're you you, you, you fucking bet.